Hello, all of you lovely word nerds. Thank you for turning on this podcast. I hope that you are enjoying it as much as I enjoy saying it. Uh, the first word is brick red. Two words, noun from 1810, a moderate reddish brown. We all know what brick red looks like. Unless you're colorblind, then you might be confused. Or if you're just blind in general. But most of us know what brick red looks like. Next is brick wall. Two words, noun from the 15th century. One, a wall made of brick. Number two, an immovable block uh, or obstruction. As in, the plan ran into a brick wall. Back to brick red real quick. There is a hospital in my town that had yellow bricks, I think. Mostly this sort of yellowish hue. And they found out that people... Uh, didn't want to go there because they felt, I think this was sort of an unconscious thing, they felt that the yellow, it made them uncomfortable. So they hired a company to hand paint all of the bricks red. And now it's a red building. Moving on to brick work. One word, noun from 1580. Work of or with bricks and mortar. And with that, you make a brick and mortar store, Maybe. Moving on to Brickyard, one word, noun from 1731, a place where bricks are made. They make them, uh, where is it, two and a quarter inches, why can't I find it? Two and a quarter inches by two and three quarter inches by eight inches. Next is Bricolage. You could also just say Bricolage, B-R-I-C-O-L-A-G-E. This is a noun from 1960. Construction as of a sculpture or a structure of ideas, achieved by using whatever comes to hand. Also, something constructed in this way. So you're just using whatever you got. And this is a French word from bricolaire, which means to putter about. You're just puttering about, grabbing the things that you have, and you construct something. Now we have bricolaire. 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 Something like that. B-R-I-C-O. L-E-U-R. This is a noun from 1965. One who engages in bricolage. This is a French word. It is one who putters about. Obviously very similar to the last one. Um, And yeah, if you can be a bricoleur making bricolage and maybe you're using bricks. Now we have bridle. First form noun from... I'm losing my place. From before the 12th century. A marriage festival or ceremony. Bridal. This is from... Oh, interesting. Uh, This is from Middle English, Bredale. From Old English, Bredelu, B-R-Y-D-E-A-L-U, which is from breed plus ialu, which means ale. A-L-E, like the thing that you drink, I guess. And there's more at the word ale. Uh... I mean, I would have to go back to that word to double check, see if there's anything, any definitions that are not the thing that you drink. Uh, but I, I'm assuming that it is because it's very old and people, uh, you know, have always loved to drink. So, and it's a, uh, a wedding, a festival, a ceremony, it's a party. You have fun. A lot of people drink at those things. So uh, I'm not surprised then that would be the case. Uh, next is bridal. Again, it is the second form. It is an adjective from the 13th century. One, of or relating to a bride or a wedding. Synonym is nuptial. I want to say nuptial, but there's no U in there. N-U-P-T-I-A-L. Nuptial. Number two, intended for a newly married couple. 
as in a bridal suite, where they can go drink ale. Next is bridal wreath. Two words, wreath is W-R-E-A-T-H. This is a noun from circa 1889. A spiria, or a spiria? It's probably spiria. Widely grown for its umbels of small white flowers born in spring. Born has an E at the end. And the scientific name is Spiraea, 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 Prunifolia. Uh, S-P-I-R-A-E-A. That's that first word. Bridal wreath. All right, next we just have the word bride. Noun from before the 12th century. A woman just married or about to be married. And that's good for that. Next is bridegroom. All one word. Noun from the 14th century. A man just married or about to be married. And then um, I think it's really interesting, which um, maybe it, there's more in the etymology, but I think it's interesting that they added the the male word or the masculine word to the end of the feminine word, which is typically not how things are done. Uh, I like I like that, actually. it's It sort of flips the script a little bit. Uh, but then, of course, it just got shortened to, to groom. So let's look at this etymology. Uh, this is Middle English, and then I think it's more specifically Scottish. Uh, bridegroom, spelled funny, uh, which says, by folk etymology, that's just what, what? By folk etymology, what does that even mean? Uh, from uh, Middle English, bridegom, from Old English, braidguma, from brid plus guma, which means man, hmm, uh, akin to the Old High German brutgoma, which means bridegroom, at there's, and there's more at the word homage. This is so, so, oh, bride, oh, the brid, it means bride, and the guma, oh, guma means man. Uh, it's, I still don't understand why they added it to the, the female word. It's so, it's so interesting. English is so interesting. Okay, next is bride price. Not sure I like where this one's going. Uh, it's two words with a hyphen, noun from 1876. A payment given given by or in behalf of a prospective husband to the bride's family in many cultures. Uh, yeah, that, that happens. Next is bridesmaid. All one word, noun from 1552. One, a woman who is an attendant of a bride. Two, one that finishes just behind the winner. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I've heard that a little bit. Sometimes they say always or never, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Sometimes that's literal. Sometimes it's talking about other things as well. Uh, so uh, based on that number one definition and, you know, just the way I, I'm imagining old times used to be, this was literally somebody who uh, was the attendant. You know, they would help them out. They would, I don't want to say slave, servant might even be a, a bad word, um, but, you know, as uh, things evolved, as times changed, um, you know, it, it sounds like it, it hasn't changed all that much because technically the bridesmaid is still sort of the attendant. They help them out. They hold their bouquet. They help with the with the long train of the dress. Um, but now it's, you know, their, their friend or, or their fr- uh, uh, sister or cousin or whoever it is uh, that's now typically who, who does that. I'm imagining back in the day it wasn't somebody who was close to them except in the fact that they were their attendant. Next is bride well. All one word. Noun from circa 1593, and we have the synonym prison. Uh, this is from 
uh, a London jail that was called Bridewell. So where did they get the name from? Was that somebody's name? Was Is it something else? Do I have to do some research? I don't know. Next is Bridge. B-R-I-D-G-E. This is the first form of bridge. It is also our last word. We're going to do all three forms in this episode. Uh, this first one has a bunch of definitions. It is a noun from before the 12th century. 1A, a structure carrying a pathway or roadway over a depression or obstacle. Uh, and, you know, since we're on that, On the next column, there are five bridges, which I will try and quickly describe because I think this is going to be a long episode. So number one is called beam, and it's just a very um, normal bridge. Obviously, the road goes straight across, and then there's some um, uh, guards on the side that just go straight across with some vertical posts to attach them to the actual bridge part where you walk or drive. Pretty simple. Number two is truss t-r-u-s-s uh so there it's um it's kind of like a the 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 posts that come up from the bridge they kind of create an arc uh in the middle it's the highest point at the ends it's the lowest point uh there's some uh diagonal pieces and vertical pieces to keep the structure strong Um, and then there's just a a piece that goes across all of them that creates an arc next is number three it is arch So, the arch is actually below the bridge. There's two large vertical points that come that go down onto the the ground, Um, and then there's a bunch of small vertical posts as well. But between the two big vertical posts, there is a an arch, uh, keeping it all together. Next is suspension number four. Uh, this is, uh, there's, in this example, there are, again, two vertical posts, two, two really big ones, um, about a third of the way on either side. Uh, they go below the, the structure, obviously, to keep it, uh, uh, in the ground or the water, but then they go way above as well. And then in between the two posts, there is, um, uh, some lines, uh, on, like, like the left side, they go down to the end of the bridge. But then, and the, and the same on the right side. But then, in between the two, uh, there is um, it goes. It creates sort of a, a, a backwards arch, upside down. Uh, I think the Golden Gate Bridge is an is, is a suspension bridge, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, and then number five is cable stayed. Cable hyphen stayed. And again, there are these two vertical structures similar to suspension, but instead of creating this under uh, uh, upside down arch. Uh, there are these cables that go from each of those vertical pieces down to many points on the bridge um, on on both sides. You know, the left one has cables on the left and the right side, and then the right vertical piece has cables on the left and the right side. Should I post a picture of these? Maybe. All right, now we have 1B for bridge, a time, place, or means of connection or transition. Number two, something resembling a bridge in form or function as 2A, the upper bony part of the nose. Uh, Also, the part of a pair of glasses that rests upon it. The bridge of the glasses sits on the bridge of the nose. 2B, a piece raising the strings of a musical instrument. And it says to see the violin illustration. Uh, So yes, the strings come down from the top uh, where you got got the little knobs to tune it. And then they uh, sit on a piece called the bridge way at the bottom. 
Uh, and, and that's where they end, pretty much. Now we have 2C, the forward part of a ship's superstructure from which the ship is navigated. Uh, 2D, we have the 2B definition for the word gantry. 2E, the hand as a rest for a billiards or pool cue. Also, a device used as a cue rest. Uh, yeah, they use that thing. Uh, so if it's if the ball is too far away, you, you use it uh, to, to help you get there. Terrible description. 3A, a musical passage linking two sections of a composition. 3B, a partial denture anchored to adjacent teeth. 3C, a connection as an atom or group of atoms that joins two different parts of a molecule as opposite sides of a ring. 4, an electrical instrument or network for measuring or comparing resistances, inductances, capacitances, capacitances, that's a weird word, or impedances by comparing the ratio of two opposing voltages to a known ratio. Bridgeless is an adjective. There are so many definitions to this word. It's on a stringed instrument. It's in your mouth. It's for playing billiards. It's to go across a river. So many different things. Uh, now we, oh, let's see. That's uh, it's from Middle English brig, from Old English brickig, akin to the Old High German bruka, which means bridge, from OCS. What is OCS? Uh, I have a mark on this page. OCS, Old Church Slavic. I have not seen that before. Uh, from Old Church Slavic bruvuno, and that means beam, B-E-A-M. Now we have the second form of bridge. It is a verb. Uh, I think it's only transitive from before the 12th century. One, to make a bridge over or across, as in bridge the gap. Also, to join by a bridge. Number two, to provide with a bridge. And bridgeable is an adjective. Uh, yes, this river over here, it is bridgeable. It's not so large we can't build a bridge. Uh, next is the third form of bridge, the very last one for this episode, noun from circa 1897. Any of various card games for usually four players in two partnerships that bid for the right to declare a trump suit, seek to win tricks equal to the final bid, and play with the hand of declarer's partner exposed and played by declarer, especially the synonym contract bridge. Um... This is an alternative of the of the earlier word birich, b r i, no b i r i t c h, and that is of unknown origin. I sort of understand the concept of how to play bridge, but I've never played it, never learned how to do it. Uh, when my family gets together for Christmas or whatever, some of them like to play bridge, uh, and it just has confused me oh so much. So I never learned how to play. We had brick red, brick wall, brick work, brickyard, bricolage, bricolure, bridal, bridal wreath, bride, bridegroom, bride price, bridesmaid, bridewell, and bridge. Uh, which was my favorite? Uh, I think I'm going to pick, pick bricolage as the word of the episode because I just like the idea of creating something uh, just by what you have handy. I think that's a great thing that we should do more more so. Okay, this was a good long episode. Thank you very much for listening. Bearing with me. 
listening to my stupid descriptions of bridges. Until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.